I'm Aysan, and this is The Review. Vincent Company had an unhappy return to the Etihad this weekend as City put six goals past Burnley in the FA Cup. Joining me to purr over some more Haaland madness, I've got the most important man at night, 320, Mr Howard Hawking, and our occasional friend from the north, Mr Dom Farrell. Morning, Dom. Morning, mate. You all right? I'm very good. How are you? Very well, very well. Excellent. Did you enjoy the weekend's football? Yeah, um, it's kind of been a mad week, really, with sort of being in being in the ground for both the Haaland, say madness, as you say. Um, yeah, it's it's he's quite unlike anything I've ever seen, which I'm sure we'll get onto. But, um, <laughs> yeah, good, good weekend overall. Yeah, I watched I actually watched PSG yesterday, who were absolutely honkingly terrible, lost at home. I saw yeah, that they were really they're... really bad. They're due a new manager. It's been about five minutes since they replaced yeah. one, so <laughs> I think there'll be a new one. M- Messi getting soon. booed by all the ultras, pretty much everything he did. So, yeah, it all seems really sensible there at the minute. Yeah, well, it's always a very sensible club, Paris Saint-Germain. We should, Serves uh, him right. <laughs> yeah, we should take a leaf out of Paris's book, really, because they are a very sensible club. Um, Mr. Hawking, most important man at night, 320 yeah. Towers. How are you doing this morning? Nailed the intro. I'm fine, thanks. Yeah, not bad. It's Monday morning, but hey, it's a good, good weekend. weekend. Yeah, the football was not as entertaining yesterday. It was for a while. It was, it was uh, gearing up to be a great day because I'm sure we'll mention Arsenal. I didn't even pay any attention to that uh, game because their harder battles lie ahead. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was gearing up to be a perfect Sunday as well. And then it all went horribly wrong. But well, I mean, <laughs> it still we'll get... as a whole been a, a pretty fun weekend, I would say. It has, it has. And we'll, we'll get to, to the FA Cup draw <laughs> later. But I just have to say, in all the group chats, the amount of disrespect shown to Brighton was was quite, quite impressive from my point of view. Yeah. I think after City, Brighton are the best team in the FA Cup. Mm. So talk of a, an all-Manchester... FA Cup final feels wildly premature right now. Anyway, we'll get there. Disrespectful we'll get there. to Sheffield United. Exactly, exactly. Uh, before we get there, there is the small matter of the six goals that we put past Burnley. Um, Howard, I'll stay with you. Good to see Vinny back. Uh, well, I didn't actually see him because I'm on the... <laughs> uh, I was obviously kicked out my normal seat because I'm in the South Stand 30, so FA Cup uh I get kicked out. Or oh, I guess Carabao as well, I get kicked out. Uh, I was in the corner on the same side, so yeah, I didn't get to actually see him. And you know what? On the day, I didn't give it much thought. So, I mean, I, I love the guy. And obviously, I, I paid plenty of attention to his press conferences and what he said afterwards. And it's not just what he did at City. I think he could be the most important player in City's history, but yeah, that's an, uh, that's a uh, uh, recent history anyway. Uh, that's an argument for another time because Sergio Aguero probably did something far more important. But it's just, I'm just so impressed with you know how he handles himself and how he's now progressing as a manager. And yeah, to see him back at the ground, it's... It's just nice, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> and he'd be back at some point. And uh, I'd just, I'd just be very interested to see how he does next season in the Premier League. It's going to be, I think that'll be more interesting for me. Seeing him, not seeing him back at the Etihad, seeing him on a week by week basis in the Premier League as a manager 
that is more fascinating to me because I'm, I think I think he's already at a point where he's proven himself far more than you know a lot of the other ex players who get given jobs. Absolutely. He's shown himself already, I think, and this game was never going to tell us anything. Or maybe the first half hour did tell us something about him. Uh, I think he's already proven himself at this early stage that he's going to be a managerial force somewhere or other uh, over the next however many years. So, yeah, it was lovely to see him. It was, uh, and I'm just more pleased that overall he's making a success of this managerial lark. I think it's I think it's widely regarded that the championship is is very difficult division to get out of. It's a slog and, as well. And I mean, it's yeah, 46 games, yeah. It's, it's so long. And not only that, but if you look at where Burnley were at the point at which they go down, I think a lot of us, me included, had the impression that they weren't ever coming back just because mm. it felt like the squad had been gutted and they were relegated. And there was a lot of talk a year ago around the ownership and money and just it was a, it was a weird situation. So for him to step into that and do what he's done is is really remarkable. Have we, um, we got a Twitter telling off, as I said on the Friday show, I think. Uh, we got a Twitter telling off about Anderlecht, didn't we? He absolutely. Because again, he went in there, again, a club that was uh, far away from its previous heights. Uh, and, you know, this guy said, gave us some, uh, a great argument there, a great thread on just, he actually did a really good job there. Don't, you know, look beyond the results. He had a lot of hard work to do there and left him in a better state than when he arrived. So, yeah, yeah he's, he's He's far surpassed what I probably expected of him. Dom, um, a little bit of a a little bit of a nostalgia monkey question for you. Very much <laughs> in my wheelhouse, that. But yeah, yeah so I, I have this feeling, right, that at least for me, it's still quite weird to have former City players come back to the Etihad with the pedigree and the trophies that, that Vinny won with us and then left and then comes back with, if that makes sense. It feels like, in a way, only yesterday, we started winning trophies, and yet we're over a decade in, we've got uh, now a collection of former players who are all City legends, who have all won countless trophies at the club. Um, is, it, is it weird for you? Are you, you know, where, where, does that, where does that stand for you? Um, yeah, it was. I mean, I'd echo Howard's thing about it. Just about the word that keeps coming back to me about Saturday is and Vinny is lovely because it was like so much about it. Yeah. But you say that about players coming back. Like just before he, before he came out of the tunnel at the start of the game, he was having a chat with Mike Summerby. Like just before he walked out, and that did get me thinking of like Summerby is like of an era of when City had a golden era and legends. And maybe it's hard to compute because sort of after the summer bees and guys, and obviously there are players who are remembered as like cult heroes, but City did then have like a 30 or 40 year period of grand tragicomic farce. So do you know what I mean? Players who come back from those years don't come back with the same sort of esteem. They come back very fondly remembered, but it is different. But um, Mm. something that struck me about company on Saturday was, so I I thought I'd I'd do the sort of... um, painful first person journalist experience thing. I thought I'm gonna go and stand by a statue before we go before I go into work and have a, have a mill about. And oh, I love it, it was like um 
there was loads of Burnley fans like queuing up and having their photo with him, and it was like it was generally kids who were getting a picture taken by their parents who were there with them for the day out in the FA Cup. So that'll be like kids who don't remember Vincent Company the player or not much of it. Mm. And then after his press conference, because sort of the mix zone at City is behind the press conference room and also that's near Tunnel Club. And so now you've got journalists waiting for interviews with players, but also like a lot of kids and corporates who like are there to get autographs and whatnot. And so there's a lot of kids there as well. And like uh, Vinny walked out of the press room and these children, who must have been like age between six and nine or something, all start cheering and clapping. And it's like, again, they're not going to remember, I wouldn't have thought, like peak Vincent Company, the player. But then you realise he's got to this sort of revered level that I think maybe at City we've only been used to seeing players at other clubs reach that. That like, even yeah. if you're a kid that watches Manchester City and you're six years old, you know all about Vincent Company. The same way that like, I knew all about Lee Bell and Summerby because of dad, videos that my dad had. And it's like, he, he's that guy. And it's like, that's that's pretty cool, isn't it? It is. And I think, you know, just to go back to your point about having that 20, 30 year period, I think one of the things that I realise is that a good player at City in that period would just get sold. So nobody really had the opportunity to stay long enough to become a club legend. Um, and now we have this, you know, we, we will, there will be a generation of footballers, whether it be Sergio Aguero, David Silva or Vincent Company or whoever, who will look back at their careers and go, my career is indelibly linked to Manchester City Football Club. That's where I spent my best years, my golden years. And that's the club that will be closest to my heart. And that's just something that we, we will, as the years pass, take for granted. But for me, I still feel close enough to our history and where we come from that when I see players like Vinny returning, there's an added emotional resonance for me because it is a reminder that when the success isn't new, we're now a club with roots, successful roots, so embedded so deep in the league and in football that we've got managers coming back who are former players who won everything at City, who are revered both inside the Etihad and outside. And that's, it's just really, really impressive. I think to bring it back around to Vinny as well, he's just such an impressive guy. Uh, regardless of what he's done on the pitch, off the pitch, the way he speaks, he speaks like, like a statesman. Um, so to see him have that success as a coach and as a manager is beautiful. Right, Howard, that... That time, team selection time. <laughs> um, any, so I want you to approach this slightly differently. Anybody not in the lineup that you felt should have been given a game because it was the FA Cup? No. I'd have been happy with the same team probably from Leipzig or something like that. Wow, okay. I, before I did social break, fully fit squad, just go for it. Just put, put out a strong side. I just see no ease. But then, of course... With this squad, there isn't a weak side, is there? He was Ortega was going to start. That's fine in net. So we're just talking about ten. You know that was a done deal, uh, and I doubt anyone would have moaned about that. So you talk about ten outfield players, and he's not going to throw in four youth players, was he? So it's you know it was going to be uh, ten of sixteen or seventeen senior 
international players, to be honest. And I saw the team sheet, thought, well, yes, you could have played others, but I did. To be honest, they said I did have strong preferences, and okay. I'd rather play Rodri over Calvin Phillips. And I know this, like, oh, that's him done. But honestly, I just wanted the strong. I, I didn't see the point of much rotation in the moment, uh, except for those that did. Laporte can come in, Walker can come in. Of course, Rico Lewis can come in. Uh, Alvarez can come in. It's not really weakening us, is it, from the previous side picked against Leipzig? So, no. so many options. I expected Mares would come in. I did think, though, probably didn't say it on Friday, that Alvarez and Haaland could play together. And I did worry that perhaps Haaland would be rested for this. So I was glad to see him start. Uh, so all in all, I think whatever he'd done, I'd been like, yeah, that, that's fine. To be honest, you know, unless he'd gone really left field, uh, yeah. I'd have been pretty worried. But he didn't. There was no need to. He took it seriously. And yeah, I was pretty happy with that. If if Ake had been in instead, you know, he could have done three other changes and I'd be just as happy. There's just, in this moment in time, there's just choices and there's not really anyone you think, oh, I don't want him in the team. Mm. Uh, I think I wouldn't have been unhappy if Calvin Phillips had started. But in my head, I really did just want us to treat this as an important game and put your stronger side out, not treat was... it as an opportunity for peripheral players to get football. Yeah. Did you not have, in the wake of the Champions League draw, I I'm surprised about something this season. And the thing that I'm a little bit surprised about is normally we get to this stage in the season and the supporter base goes, forget about the domestic cups. Like, I'm not bothered about the FA Cup. We've got Bayern in the Champions League. We've got to try and catch Arsenal in the Premier League. We've got big games coming up. It, do you think that the attitude going into this cup tie, and Dom, I want you to think about this as well. Do you think the attitude going into this cup tie was because Vinny was coming back to the Etihad? So, for example, had we played uh, another Premier League team, right? Had we played Brighton, at home or Brighton away, do you think the attitude would have been slightly different? No. Okay. Nothing to do with Vinny. It's fully fit squad before an international break to get to semi finals on FA Cup. You should be playing your stronger side and trying to win it. Okay. No, nothing on. to do with, oh, we can't be embarrassed against Vincent Company or whatever. I've been absolutely furious if we'd not won this game, to be honest. Uh, of course, we'll come to it later with the draw. And part of the reason why the draw is so good is our attitude to semi-finals is of greater concern to me than quarter-finals. I think this is the... It's not the fifth year we've been to a semi, is it? There's some stat, anyway. I don't know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's the fifth in a row. Really? They've, they've lost the last three. Yeah. But it's five in a row, so we take it seriously until we get to Wembley. <laughs> so, it's, uh, the dichotomy there is just weird because of how it falls, of course. Uh, no, I don't think uh, the opposition's got anything to do with it, to be honest. I think it should be taken seriously. I know there's... I've not seen that on my timeline, that oh, we should be disrespecting them. I think if you are, it's the cup that we've got closely aligned to, the Carabao that has to go. And I was still annoyed after Southampton, but it did kind of do us a bit of a favour. I always want to win games. But the FA Cup, I've said it before, always got a place in my heart. It's part of growing up, the FA Cup. It's a huge part of my life. I don't think we're at the point where we should be taking risks because we came into it in such a good place and position. There was no need to. And whoever we had, 
I mean, if it had been Grimsby at home, yeah, I could probably have said, well, you can make a few more rotations, perhaps. Mm. Uh, Calvin Phillips can definitely start, and I don't know, even a youth player could come in, but anyone, championship, top of the championship or Premier League team, no, I'd want to take it seriously, whoever it was. Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.